Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. And I'm joined once again by Brad Olson. We're going to talk about chaos and collapse when timelines converge. We just kind of like discussing that a little bit, Brad. It sounds very intriguing. I think everybody's going to love this one. We were kind of talking about our buddy, Alex Collier, and he's had some really interesting things. You know, I've had a little bit of stuff come through because I have memories of working with timelines and looking glass technology and so forth. So we're, we're kind of like talking a little bit about that. Let's jump into that. Sure. The yellow cube is featured here on my book, Beyond Esoteric, and I cover the looking glass technology, which is the instrument that can be used to manipulate outcomes. And we've heard that the outcome, which is timeline two, the current structure remains in place. Nuclear war takes place along with many horrible events. This is what sends us off into a very dark place. It makes our planet about 300 years from now become really the worst kind of prison planet you could imagine. Of course, that's the name of my uh, subtitle of this book. Yeah. But Alex Collier was saying, and I've been following him for decades. Mm -hmm. Alex Collier came to the Mount Shasta Summer Conference, and we had the great opportunity to uh, talk to him one-on-one -on -one and hear his presentation. We were both on a panel with him, and it yeah, was you just... Do, you do the best panels. You should be like... They should hire you to come in and just do panels all over the country. It'd be like, it'd be so fun. I, I'd love to be on every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Michael. You're so great to uh, talk with. And so you and I, we're good friends. We talk offline. We talk at dinner at the last conference we were at. Oh, yeah, we yeah. had the great opportunity to uh, kind of get our ducks in a row and have a good conversation about what we we're going to talk about on the panel. So, well, with Alex Collier, he... Uh, got into this whole notion of two timelines. And that is the one outcome that has been seen in the yellow cube for decades now. It, we can go into the history of how these events were known and how the uh, yellow cube was used by our military intelligence. But the one outcome in which humanity awakens and the current order is dismantled an event occurs, and instead of this event being negative, it's a very positive one. I think now we can see that as being the Great Awakening. But mm -hmm. what Alex Collier was saying, and this is years ago, that his contacts with the Andromedean extraterrestrial benevolent race, which are very human-like, mm -hmm. like we are, that a great moment of tyranny occurred in America which was the 9-11 attacks. And at that point, we started going down this very slippery slope of extreme fascism to the point where 300 years from now, we were going to be a terrible menace to mm -hmm. the other benevolent races around the world, yeah. around the universe. Yeah, universe yeah. So it, it was kind of like the movie Avatar, remember, where we're just out exploiting planets and doing yep. terrible things. So 
Alex Collier was saying that the Andromedians convened the Galactic Council. This is right after 9-11 and said, Mm -hmm. look, this is going to happen and we can come back in time and do things to manipulate the timeline so it goes to timeline one so that we have this great awakening. And this is what I find so fascinating is that if this has already happened, so to speak, if we know that Earth can be in this very dark fascist scenario, that in a way we already have the memory of it happening. And so when we get deep into this, we're already kind of having a collective memory that this is going to happen. But what makes it so interesting is that if the Andromedian Council and on behalf of other galactic nations wanted to see Earth have our Great Awakening, which I do believe is really the course that we are going to take. Absolutely. That, that we're watching it happen in real time, but a lot of the timeline two scenarios are still taking place. Yes. And and one of those is that, that bioweapon thing, because I'm talking to this one gentleman, Ken Rolla, who's like this quantum level scientist that Tesla technology, all kind of crazy stuff, and other people. He had visitations from Draco, future Draco. They came back to tell him and to help warn us that we're heading in, in a bad direction. And this thing that's happening right now with that thing that goes in people's arms is one of the things that makes us, like we're talking about, a threat to the rest of the galaxy. So a lot of the galaxies looking at us and a lot of people that are, you know, saying, oh, they're watching us, you know, ascend in consciousness. No, they're watching us to hopefully, hopefully, if they can, make sure that we don't go bad because <laughs> we exactly. are. Yeah. Being as advanced as they are and certainly having the yellow cube in a much more advanced way than what we have. Mm-hmm. They already know what's going to happen, and they know that they're yep. going to be threatened by Earth mm-hmm. in the future, in this 300 years in the future timeline. And so by a narrow vote, this is according to Alex Collier and the Andromedian contacts he has, we narrowly, just narrowly pass the vote that Earth needs help yep. and that they were going to send people back in time to just very subtly alter the timelines so that the golden age will happen. But at the same time, we're still going to go through all the machinations of what would happen if we went down timeline two. Mm -hmm. But little things are giving us these proofs that we really are on the positive timeline. That is, for example, this conversation we're having right now, Michael, in timeline two, your channel would have been shut down a long time ago. In fact, you and I would probably be in FEMA camps and not even really still alive. So the fact that so many things are occurring that would indicate we are on target for the timeline one, so timeline two does not occur, shows us that there is great hope. I'm sure you get a lot of contact from people that follow your channel and read your books, and so do I, that Mm -hmm. people are kind of losing hope that it appears we are just going to get to the very brink here before we all know that great change is upon us. I saw this like two years before Trump came down escalator. I was given that 
something changed and something was going to happen. So this is around 2014 because I was ready to leave the United States because I knew I knew that the United States was going to go bad. And so I was going to leave and help other countries to basically fight America. It just so happened that Trump came down the escalator. I was like, something's changed. I'm not leaving. I don't know why. And then I saw Trump come down the escalator. I was like, oh, that's it. The white hats are going to insert him. So I knew that he was going to be elected. And he was. So, But I also knew that he was going to be elected again, but he wasn't elected in the position that we normally, normally, this is very important, normally see a president but he is working behind the scenes. He was elected. He was working behind the scenes. So that was, that was a very important election that we just had. A lot of people think it was a failure, but it was not because it was basically a signal, just like we're talking about, that we have awakened and we know what the right course is. And most of us, very great percentage of us, want this to happen. So that's good. We're talking about how people need to stay positive because things, good things are happening. It may not look like it sometimes on the surface, but monumentally, majorly positive things are happening. Majorly positive things are happening, as you said, including Trump being elected. They never thought she would lose who was going to usher in. There are many things along the timeline since 9-11 that have been altered. For example, we saw how much the Olympic Games in London in 2012 gave us this predictive programming mm-hmm. for a pandemic with all these hospital beds and children in the beds and a grim reaper giant puppet. There was supposed to be a big false flag event at the London Games. It didn't happen. A lot mm-hmm. of the steps that were supposed to happen that would send us down this road of incredible tyranny and fascism on this planet aren't happening. And this is what gives me a lot of encouragement, even though we still see a lot of badness and all the results of that thing, Mm -hmm. this has to play out because there are certain things. One way I explain timelines is that timeline one, which is our destiny, which is the golden age, which is going to be a cosmic event is like a river flowing. And that you can divert it. You can create a little channel. You can create a a little tributary, whatnot. But that doesn't change the flow of the river. The river is going to flow in the direction that the river flows. And that is what Timeline 1 is. So they have been trying, by manipulating the yellow cube and looking glass technology, to create that diversionary stream that will become the river. And that would be Timeline 2. But It just won't happen that way because the river is flowing so strongly in the one direction. And when this cosmic event occurs, which is something that's going to happen throughout our entire solar system, not just what's happening here on Earth, because we are multidimensional beings and it has consequences on many different dimensional levels. That's why when the nuclear bombs were exploded at White Sands and then in World War II at Hiroshima and Nagasaki, it was a big event for extraterrestrials. And they were often seen hovering around test sites. And it had ramifications in the dimensional realms that went beyond Earth. So this is a big deal. And so without this intervention by the current 
power structure, the event will be incredibly positive. But due to the jabber news and a secondary plan, which is being developed because this globalist cabal has their back against the wall, but they are not dead yet, meaning they are a very dangerous animal to reckon with. And we could probably still see a couple of these secondary plans being developed and they're trying to turn this cosmic event, a very positive event, the great awakening of humanity into their nightmare. Because yeah. when in trouble, what does the cabal always do? Take us to war and escalate a war and make it worse. And the technology is getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Those things, they have been, a lot of them have been stocked out. So that explosion that happened in the Pacific where that volcano blew up, that, that was definitely supposed to be a worldwide massive tsunami. There was uh, several of us that saw massive tsunami coming to California and some other spots. It didn't happen. So that was, although that did go in and cause an explosion, they did missile strike that volcano. It didn't blow up to the level and cause the kind of a catastrophe that it was supposed to. I was just talking with Jason Churka and there's this guy, the, the light system, basically that they, have been involved in some of these things is shutting down stuff that I've been seeing because I saw that New York was going to get hit by a a tsunami as well. And then it didn't happen. And then I also saw that there were suitcase nukes that were out there. There was probably going to be exploded. They haven't been, they've been stopped out. So we're seeing some of this stuff getting stopped out. A lot of people don't see that. Most people don't see that. I can feel it. I know it. I sense it on a certain level. I know things are being stopped out. And I see them on a timeline like we're talking about. So the deep state has a timeline. They're pushing this timeline. They have ac- They had access to looking glass technology, but their system is not, not so good. <laughs> it's been defunct. And the one that we have is, is very good. We can counter a lot of the stuff that they're doing. We see them. It's, it's like back in World War II where we figured out the German and the Japanese code machine. We broke their code machine and we knew stuff that they were going to do before they did it. So it's the same type of thing with this type of looking glass technology. We can actually see into the future and see things that are coming and then plan accordingly. And there's like all these different things that we do. What if they do this? What if we do that? Just like you plan for a military mission, which I've been on many times. We're trying to guide a better timeline. We see a timeline, but there's still, like we're talking about, things that are possible. So the Andromedans, the positive Draco that are from the future, that they have evolved. There's some negative Draco. We've all talked, we've all talked about them. They've pretty much controlled a lot of negative aspects of our globe here. There's also positive Draco that are not liking what these negative Draco are trying to push our world into becoming, like we talked about, a very negative force for the universe. It is moving in the right direction, but it's going to be some hiccups along the way, I think, still. You know, it was interesting. You brought up Trump coming down the escalator, which was a scene in The Simpsons, and The Mm. Simpsons has been amazingly accurate at predicting future events. In fact, there's one right now saying that a false flag might be planned for 5-5-2022, showing the Ukraine and Russian conflict and Putin and Homer dressed in Ukrainian clothes. It's, It's just... There's too many things that they have gotten right or predicted before they happen, including that elevator scene. And what I loved in that scene was there was somebody standing there and they dropped a sign 
while he was coming down the escalator. And that happened exactly on film. You can see it. Somehow, well, this could be with predictive programming or with people who have had access to the yellow cube Mm -hmm. getting future information that they then pass on to the Simpsons and other media outlets and movies that we've seen, which have been very prescient in predicting future events. Yeah, This is very real technology. And I think people really need to understand what it's all about and how, if the bad guys had it, and they did have it for a long time without the white hats interfering, Mm -hmm. you can game the system so much that you can bring forth these kind of future outcomes. Yeah, But now that I'd love to hear your perspective that Mm -hmm. the white hats do have access to it now as well. And they're turning it around and making sure that this timeline one is our future. There are timeline wars. So you talk about multidimensional aspects. So within this positive potential, totally potential, it's not absolute timeline where we, we basically do away with the deep state completely and go to a golden age. There are lots of things that are going on, you know, in different realms to stop that out so they can go into that future where we're winning and defeat that winning or go in the past and change things that we have stopped out and make it go in the direction they want it to. So there's things that are going on like that where we're combating that on another level. Cause I've been involved in that in the secret space program. I have total memories of all that stuff going back into the civil war and stopping out stuff and just amazing stuff. There is that going on right now. So you have lots of different things. So everybody's like, oh, yeah, there's this reality and the space beans are going to help us. It's like, no, there's a lot other. There's a lot of other stuff, guys. So one of the things that I see coming forward is that in 2022, they are going to pull out all the stops to stop 2022 election because there's going to be a massive red wave and they know that's coming. That will destroy everything that they have because they've gone full on with the, the Democrat party. And, and I'm not throwing stones and there's like definitely lots of Republicans that are bad as well. Probably most of the parties, most of the political people right now are, are completely corrupted. There's just a few percentage on both sides, mostly on the red side. It's not been corrupted and there's more coming. So I think there's a wave of really good people that are coming in to change and keep us on this positive future timeline. They know that is coming. So they're going to do like they did for the last election, throw some serious wrenches into that, whether it's going to be an alien invasion, which is very high on the possibility because they're getting stopped out on everything else. So we might see something like that where everybody's like, Oh, alien invasion. We'll be able to know they're not real. No, they're going to come in like blast cities. (laughs) It's not like they show up in the sky and like this, fly around a spacecraft. No, they're going to be blasting cities, kind of like the war of the world type thing. That is a very, very real possibility. There's lots of people have talked about that throughout time. Some very, very high level people. Who was that top level Nazi guy that was in NASA in the beginning? Oh, uh, Werner von Braun. And he, he said Over. that it was coming. He said yeah. on his deathbed yeah, that right. that was coming. And I, I think he might even honest. told me that. Yeah. You, yeah. You told me that. That's right. So there you go. So there's a lot of people that knew these timelines, knew about these timelines and how they, they plan very far out. And because of that long-term planning, which most of us don't do, most of the white hats don't have not done that in the past. Now they are fortunately, 
But because they do that long-term planning, when something goes wrong, they can adjust. You know, it's easier for them to adjust because they have put all these different things in place and, and level upon level upon level upon level of people that keep that timeline going. So that's what they have right now. So defeating all of those different people and, you know, organizations and stuff that are, are set up to make that negative timeline work is monumental right now. So it is, but it is happening. Well, the stakes are so high because it's no less than the entire freedom of this planet, liberation of this planet, and the human race ascending for the very first time. Mm -hmm. And those who have had us under lock and key for a long, long time do not want to give up their power structure. They've used whatever they can use to manipulate and game the system. And glad you brought up the uh, Werner von Braun warning to his assistant, Carol Rosen, which was to say the last card they're going to play to implement the full new world order agenda is this fake alien invasion. And look, they have technology that's so far advanced that has not even been revealed yet. Oh, yeah. For example, holographic technology. Well, this part has been revealed. You can go see a Michael Jackson or Tupac Shakur as a hologram performing on a stage and you would not know the difference. It is very well advanced, as well as voice-to-skull technology. So you'd be hearing messages in your head, mm-hmm. thinking that the first part of the fake alien invasion is that they're going to show us the Messiah returning, which we've mm-hmm. heard so much about the second coming of Christ in Western countries. But in the East, it would be the Buddha, it would be Muhammad in the Middle East, it would be all these different religious figures to get people to believe that this is what the Great Awakening is going to be. Then they throw in the holograms of the ancient of the alien invasion. And you're right, they would spare no expense to make it realistic and wouldn't have a problem blowing up a city with huge casualty events. So it part of it would be very real, like 9-11, but other parts of it, the whole infrastructure of it would be fake. Yeah. I've had people like, I think there was a Norwegian woman that was in one of the chats one time after I did a show, I went back and looked through it and she's like, why doesn't the Norwegian press tell us the truth? A lot of people don't realize they think it's just the United States that has a media that's been corrupted. When you start to think of how much money it would take to corrupt the entire media structure of the entire world. And to like have all of those different people from all of those different media sites from all over the world, how much that would take, then it starts to get very staggering to you to know that that is the case. Every single media outlet, 95% or more, 99% of them are corrupted by the deep state. All of those salaries are being taken care of. All of those people, if they get out of line, if someone gets out of line, they get scolded. They get really out of line, they go bye-bye one way or another, right? And sometimes that means off the earth forever. So there is a lot of control factor that goes on there. That's just the media factor. Right. And then you look at the political structure. Same thing. I've seen this in the CIA because we think, oh, we pay informants to give us information about terrorists, stuff like that. No, we pay political figures all over the world. 
to do right. what we want them to do. And they do the same thing to some of our political figures. Look at Joe Biden and family from China, from right. Ukraine, right? So what's happening to the United States right now? We're about to lose our reserve currency. China's about to take it. Joe Biden paid all that money through Hunter Biden laptop that's being exposed. And also, I just saw, remember how we've seen Joe Hunter Biden with those young Oriental girls? I just saw yeah. one with Joe Biden with young Oriental girls. So now that all this is starting going is going to be exposed, how quickly do you think this implodes on them? And what will they do to really hammer us back so that we reach an event where like if that tsunami had gone across the globe, had hit the United States, had hit the Far East, all the countries in the Far East. Imagine all the countries around the world that could have been impacted by that massive tsunami. People would have been devastated. And then you come under their control. So they're oh, going to chaos. do something like that. Chaos, which is exactly mm -hmm. what they want. Alex Collier would go so far as to say, and he has said, that they are not going to allow the nuclear missiles to go flying. That's not right. going to happen. Nope. You mentioned earlier that a, maybe a, a very real possibility would be a nuclear bomb, a dirty bomb in a suitcase, some kind of city attack. And, and this one in New York just a few days ago kind of already smacks of a false flag. Totally. They totally. caught good. the guy today. And very good. It's whatever. They're just going to keep us in a state of fear. That's how they do it. And people need to understand the media is bought and paid for, just like the judges and the politicians and the institutions of government. Look, we still live in the greatest country that has ever been conceived, but what we're experiencing is captured operations. These are all captured operations. Every level throughout our government has just been bought and paid for. We just have to come to the understanding that it has been corrupted to that level. Now, we can still sweep it out and start anew. And I remember reading in Intuitive Warrior, your book, that we do need to rebuild a lot of these institutions and make them for the good of the people again. But when you own the printing press, when you create the money in the Federal Reserve System, which it specifically states in our Constitution that the Treasury is supposed to do that, when you let a private cabal of bankers control your money in the most powerful country in the world, yeah, they're going to buy and pay for everything. And this is what they intended to do all the way through. And this would be the basis of this new world order structure is that since they own everything and own all of us, that we wouldn't have a chance to fight back. So it's really amazing to me that we've seen so much progress in regards to blowback to this bought and paid for system and the exposure, the great awakening, how now everybody understands what that island, the American Virgin Islands by the guy with the letter E started mm -hmm. and how corrupt and dirty that was. It was just a honeypot to get blackmail on all these people in government. And they know it. They know they're exposed and we got to wipe them out and start anew. There are a couple good people still in government and they will probably be the leaders in the future. But the bad ones, maybe 90%, they're going to have to go. 
and we're just going to have to start anew. So it's it's going to be growing pains. It's going to be very painful. Plus, it's going to be a very chaotic summer. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these false flags get bigger on the scene. And oh yeah, remember they're just trying to scare us. They just know that when you're frightened, when you're just afraid, that your mind doesn't work. You don't use your intellect in the same kind of way to see what's really going on. It's just a knee-jerk reaction. Ah, we're under attack. We have to do something about it. But when the dust settles and we can start anew and build the institutions up, like you said, an intuitive warrior, we'll have the opportunity to really make this country great again. And I think it's going to happen in the next, probably in the next year. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jaco. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential and propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11, I've been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogmen. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up, and I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that furthered the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two I did to an extraordinary level, and now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker reaching millions all over the world, Now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level, and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel. And now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. A lot of people think that Trump comes back. That's been a wishful thinking for a lot of us for a very long time. What I'm seeing now is he doesn't come back till 2024. So 2022 is very, very important. 
if that doesn't go down correctly, which I believe it will, there's going to be some super massive attempts to shut down that election to basically put us in a situation where we can't even have an election. That possibility is very, very strong right now. So we'll have to see how that works out. We're going to have to really be on guard and, and like you're talking about, not have fear. And if some of these things happen, because I believe that there's groups that are ready for these eventualities that could possibly coming, which absolutely are coming. So things are coming, whether you're going to know about them or not, or whether they become major events that looks like they could have been big ones, but for some reason didn't happen that way. Like that tsunami from the Pacific, it looked like it could have been something very, very big, but it didn't turn out that way because there was energies that were put in to calm that down. So you might see an alien invasion and then you see some of those ships just magically collapse. <laughs> you know, instead of like, in, it looks like they're getting ready to blow up a, a city and they just like, psh, they collapse. It could happen. That's some of the things that are planned. But yeah, it has to work out this way where human consciousness, it's like taking a baby that's still crawling. You get it up, it's, you help it to walk and then you like push it to run. They're going to fall down and smack themselves, you know, and hurt themselves and maybe really badly. That's kind of where we are right now. We're kind of like starting to walk. And a lot of us, like you and I and many other people are like, well, let's run. Let's get this thing going. But we still have people with baby steps. Unfortunately, we're depending on them to get up to speed because they give cover for these bad guys because a lot of people got that thing in the arm, you know, that gave them cover. A lot of people put their mask on their face. A lot of people stay in, indoors when they said go out. And many of us didn't wear the mask. Many of us haven't done that thing in the arm. Many of us have not had any, even any test. You know, as we go forward and they try and do this again, which they've already done in Shanghai, it's like we're being shanghai You know, Shanghai was a yeah. term where you got taken, you got punked. And yeah, they keep, they keep punking us. So they just, they just punk the Chinese again. You yeah. would think that there's no way they could do this anymore. They like the Chinese because they've trained them to obey. Will Americans obey? Well, we already have shown that we will. Or are we going to do it again? So you're asking people to run that are still barely walking. It's going to be a struggle going forward. And I don't see Trump coming back until 2024. You know, the globalists have admired China for a long time at their authoritarian control over the people that they can make 1.3 billion people in China bend to their will. And, and this is what they want globally. One factor in all of the uh, election, and it is a possibility that Trump could come back next year after the midterm elections because... It does say in the Constitution that when a president is unable to serve or when he dies, that a vice president could come in and serve the last two years, not before, and then run again. So it's conceivable that if the election fraud material started to come out this summer and by the midterm election, people were able to vote for him it wouldn't really count as an election. So there is a possibility that January 20th, we get sworn in Trump again, but they're going to so. fight tooth and nail to prevent that. You know, <laughs> they don't want that to happen, but so much has come out about how 
the election. It was game, not just in America, but really around the world. You know that those Dominion servers, they were developed by Hugo Chavez in Venezuela to, mm-hmm. to sway elections. And we helped them do it. And then there were other countries that used the Dominion server. So again, captured operations, the whole voting system using these machines is a way to rig elections. So we have to, of course, do away with that and go back to quantum voting technology to allow everybody to see their vote. And maybe with these watermark ballots as well, that's another way to safeguard our election process, because that is the one thing that we have to our advantage is that we do pride ourselves on having fair and open elections. So if it can go back to that, then we got a chance at always knowing that whoever wins an election, whether you like them or not, but it will be a safe and fair vote. I used to supervise a precinct in San Francisco when I lived there and believe so strongly in the system and that all this was going to provide us with the leader that we vote for. But I have doubts now. I didn't even register to vote, but I, I probably should for this next midterm election. It is going to be very pivotal for a midterm yeah. election. It's one of the biggest I think we've ever had. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be monumental. I think a lot of the voting irregularities, a lot of them have been fixed in a lot of different states. They're still there. We're going to see some, a few states have a little bit of voting before we go in. So it'll be interesting to see. California is obviously one of the key ones. I think a lot of stuff has been cleaned up in a lot of these states, and we're going to find that out. They know that, and that's another reason why they have to stop it. So they have to stop it. So, you know, a lot of people have said, well, Trump, you know, has an option. He could become a, a senator or a congressman, and then he could he could go right to the White House. No, he's, he's already said he's not going to do that. And, of course, he wouldn't do that. So where would he come in? There would be, have to be a new election. So how would a new election come about? There'd have to be some kind of vote about that. It's never been done before. You're starting to pull on systems that some people could easily see there's corruption there and rightfully so. So I think there's going to be a continuation of our system as it stands right now. Unfortunately, we could go back and say, well, the, the voting was you know irregular. There's been so much time now, unfortunately, and it wasn't fixed in the beginning because not enough people were awake. There wasn't enough runners. There's too many like little baby steppers that they got away with stealing the election. They got away with it. It's done. Right. A lot of people say, we got to fix that. We got to fix that. Well, the fixing of that is the fixing the voting process so that 2022, we can get enough good people in there to go. Yeah. This guy is like whacked out. Doesn't, doesn't know what he's doing half the time. Let's go ahead and do a 25th amendment on him. Oh yeah. And a plus, well, do we want to do that? Or we want to like, you know, uh, hold them accountable for treason. And so we could go all kinds of different places with Biden, but I say the 25th amendment, I think that's the easiest one. He doesn't have cognitive ability, whoever that thing is, that's just running as him. It's not the old Joe Biden. So that's who's been replaced. So they do a cognitive test on that clone that whoever's playing his role, he's actually admitted a couple of times that he's playing a role to certain people. There are actors playing his part. So they, they do a cognitive test. He fails it and he's out. It's as simple as that. So then, then we go through the process of who replaces him. Nancy Pelosi doesn't, is she going to get replaced in this next round? 
That's very, very possible. There we go. The 2022 thing. So Nancy Pelosi can't step up. There's a non-elected vice president. They can't take that office either. They can stand in, but they can't hold that office because someone else is in the position to take that, which is Speaker of the House. So Speaker of the House would be a Republican. Could be very interesting. So who might that be? So there's a lot of senior Republicans right now that are very suspect to me. So that's why I'm saying maybe we get somebody in there to like, you know, hold that position and, and get some stuff in until we get the a rightful election to go through. I think that's what's going to come. Well, you also have a lot of reports about Washington, D.C. being totally empty right now. The videos, Nancy Drew and other people going through. And we see that Biden does his presidential press conferences on a soundstage. We've heard that it was done at the Castle Rock Studios in L.A. We've heard about Tyler Perry's outdoor White House at two-thirds the model down in Georgia. They can set up a soundstage anywhere and make it look like it. Now they're not even trying to hide it. I can't believe that our prostitutes in this captured operation, well, they're obviously, they say anything, they're fired. Laura Logan just started coming out with a bunch of the fakery that's going on. But the mainstream media is just just going along with it. Of course, it's their job to go along with it. And they got cushy, nice salaries. So they don't want to rock the boat or get fired the next day or even worse, just be disappeared. But people see how fake everything is and that Washington, D.C. remains to be closed down. So suggesting to me that this is a military operation and that devolution is happening and they really don't want these people back in the halls of power, that they will hold the White House empty as long as it takes till we get a rightful leader back in there. So Mm -hmm. how much longer this can go on is really in question. And I've had this discussion with Kerry Cassidy and Project Camelot that you can't just keep holding the secret because then after a while the white hats are doing what we're fighting against and that is doing these operations and i understand military has to act in secrecy and they're never going to announce their moves but sometime the good guys have to come out and reveal what's really going on and there again we're coming into the chaos and the collapse of government in a period of time when it is so crucial with these two timelines, the crossing of timeline one and timeline two, that we do get on this positive timeline one and we can reach the golden age. But they are not going to give up without a fight or without a couple more false flag attacks. Yeah. Just try a Hail Mary pass. It looks like it's coming to that, Michael, that, that it's getting to the point where they just have to try anything Oh, yeah. stay in power. We have to be with that technology, the looking glass technology. I think they're leaking what's coming because yep. you look at, at President Trump and he used to always tell that snake story, snake story, you know, about the biting snake, the, right. the, the woman that took him in and the snake biting story. Now we're finding out that looks like that thing that goes there is snake venom, right. so snake venom. So watch the water. There's been a lot of, a lot of things to watch the water. So it looks like they might be putting that stuff in the water as well. So make sure you got really good filtration out there. 
<laughs> you should have always had that, but uh, now and more than ever. So that's one of the things that's causing that bioweapon thing. We're starting to figure that stuff out. So the leaking of that information, you know, Trump has been on the forefront of this. We're, we're approaching, the, we're going into the storm. The storm is coming. What is that? The water, the, you know, he's basically having to step aside. He even said that he may have to step aside in this coming election, you know, because uh, things are getting really bad. You know, so he's been saying this. He's been giving us the warnings, giving us the insights because he's obviously privy to a lot of this information. He would not have been in that position as president to begin with, unless there was a major movement to put him there and protect him. So he's been protected all this time. I'm sure he's still protected. These guys are very, very clever. I've seen their work and we're all seeing their work right now. President Biden, that's their work. That thing that goes in the arm, that's their work. Those lockdowns, that's their work. Those masking, that's their work. So the suspect stuff that they're treating people with in hospitals, that's their work. So on and on and on, the baby steppers, how much longer before they, they don't need somebody to hold their hand? Because right. right now they're, they're reaching for somebody to hold their hand because somebody's got to save us. Somebody's got to save us. Trump's got to save us. It's like we, we've gotten away from that. I think a lot of people really have gotten, gotten aware that it is up to us. And I see a lot of people being pushing back. Now, I see it going all the way back to the time of Jesus, where women started to step out. Women were very powerful during the time of Jesus. Jesus had many women that were following him. A lot of people don't know that, but I've talked about this. I have those memories. All right. So many, many women, women were awakening during the time of Jesus, uh, Mary Magdalene and so forth. We're in that time again. Are they going to be able to, like the Catholic Church that came in and shut it down? Said Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. Mary Magdalene was not a prostitute. They, they admitted that. When? Like 20, 30 years ago, I think they admitted it. So how many thousand, 1,500 years or so was, was she supposedly a prostitute? So these guys can lie and they can manipulate and they can control for very long periods of time. So we're breaking free. So we're seeing women step into their power more than, ever, more than we've seen in a very long time. Right. So we need that. Esoteric information has mm. been subtly implanted in paintings from Da Vinci's time. Remember the Last Supper? It shows, supposedly it's a male, but I think it's really Mary Magdalene in that famous painting. She was one of the disciples. Of course she was. She was she was very much his consort with him all through the New Testament. She's by his side. And Excellent. it's quite possible that that he had children and it was the whole Merovingian line in France. Yep. And the, mm-hmm. yep. So I think the people in the know, like Leonardo da Vinci in the Renaissance, was subtly putting it in there. The powers that be, the big Catholic Church wouldn't allow that, of course, but they're subtly giving us information and letting us know that all is not as it seems. Yeah. Yeah. There's the great painting. Oh, here it is. I mean, that's obviously a woman and you see how they're, he's wearing red. She's wearing red, the blue, the blue. So they're, they're completing each other's the divine masculine and the divine feminine. These are the times that we're in right now. So as we waking up, Brad, you're obviously very, very in touch with your divine feminine. That's how you're able to write these esoteric books and so forth. Very, very much in touch with that. I think the the most powerful men, the wisest men 
are the ones that have been able to tap into that because that's where the intuition is. That's where you get in touch with God. That's where the information comes through. So you can have all these, these insights like we're talking about. You don't get that if you're, you're controlled by this, this deep state manipulation scheme that's through every process, through religions, through political structures, through the economic system, through educational system, on and on and on. So if you don't break through that, which is monumental in itself, you don't connect with that divine feminine because women don't connect with it either. It's not like, oh, I'm a woman that I'm connected with it. No, you're not. You're not. Unless you break through from that system, free from that system, you are like everybody else. You're, you're like the little child that needs someone to hold your hand and walk you through this, right? We need people that are free, that can run. If we don't have any runners that can break free and run ahead and, and reach these higher levels of consciousness, we're stuck in this quagmire. And in look, the swamp, we've been... this swamp. <laughs> it's a deep swamp too. And a lot of creatures down there deeper than anybody thought. Yeah. But look, we've been stuck in the, the patriarchal male-dominated society for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. The Indians call these cycles of time the yugas. Mm-hmm. And we've been in the warlike dark ages state. But the new yuga, the age of Aquarius, is now dawning on us where it will be a mat- matrilineal society, that it will be women taking more charge of how the planet is run and i'm all for it <laughs> wouldn't that be the end of war and destruction and we could be mm-hmm. embraced by the motherly system that wants to see all life flourish that would it, be a it's definitely a, a balancing as women and men balance their masculine and feminine side they start to recognize and they can manifest Because women depend on guys usually to manifest. Honey, can you take care of this? Honey, can you do this? Honey, can you do that? But of course they could do it too, but they like to get the men to get involved because we're quite literally, we're manifestors. Men are manifestors. The divine masculine manifest, right? So when you're a good manifester and you have a partner that has good creativity, you have really, you know, amazing things that can happen for you. Now, if you have both of them, both of the partners have, you know, balance on both sides. It's a monumental thing that can happen. It's five, five, five. So that's my wife's Tracy's number. So she's, she's a five, five, five. And I'm talking about, you know, these, this divine masculine and feminine aspect. So it's, it's interesting that that number would pop into my consciousness. So that is what we're moving towards. You and I can see someone that's balanced and we can see somebody that's unbalanced because you can be unbalanced in your divine feminine, have no divine masculine aspect. You know, the people that are like fluffy, just, oh, no, I don't need to, I don't need to focus on that. It doesn't exist if I don't focus on it. There's that aspect that's a little too far out there, divine feminine. And there's the guys and the women that are like, because we all seen them that, ah, no, that, that stuff, there's no, there's no aliens. That's bullshit. That's, there's nothing like that. And this stuff with Trump, you know, having won the election, that's ridiculous. Obviously Biden won. So we, we were seeing that people are definitely you know, too far down on that masculine side. And I won't even call it divine. There's no divinity there whatsoever. It's just dumbed down. This is what you do. And we're seeing it. On, I'm, I'm sorry, Chinese people, but we're seeing it in Shanghai right now, 25 million people allow themselves to be locked down again for no reason. And as we move into the great awakening, 
it's more than just people starting to get it. You're absolutely right. We need a lot of people to start getting it. And that is the critical mass or this hundred monkey awakening scenario we find. But it's more to it than just everybody seeing how corrupt the systems around the world have become and who the bad guys are. There's more to it because humans, as we ascend into 5D, into a new dimensional overlay of our own existence, Tracy, your wife, coined the phrase that we will be moving into a prism planet from the prison planet we find ourselves in currently. Right. So we will then start to have so much more sense and intuition, as you write about in your books, Michael, giving people the power to understand that they have it inside them hmm. to make this move. And, and this is what I think is going to be the most empowering part of this transition is when people realize how much power they have, these superhuman abilities that are just really lying dormant once we learn how to really start to execute them and, and bring them forth and use them, it's going to be a whole new earth, as Dolores Cannon said. And, and humans are going to experience this for the very first time. And mm -hmm. it will be a wonderful, great time to be alive. So I think I just want to leave this with giving people hope that Absolutely. we're going to win this. It's oh, going to yeah. be a rough ride for a bit. This summer is going to be really intense, and as we all know, we need to be prepared for worst-case scenarios for a little while, but in the end, we're coming through this on the light side, and it's going to be the most wonderful, historic moment for humanity in recorded history. So mm -hmm. hang in there, everybody, and be part of the solution, not part of the problem, and just be aware that there are many different timelines. Well, each one of us has a timeline. Our own destiny is our timeline, but the greater collective timeline will be humanity moving towards the golden age. And I think we're going to see that in our lifetimes. And that will be why we're all here. I think uh, at the time of our incarnation, it was a call out, Hey, earth needs help. We need some people down here to, uh, Get us out of this predicament. Who's in? And the yeah. hands went up. <laughs> yep. It, my hand went up, definitely. I did too. So you're, you're amazing, Brad. Uh, you have have some, let's share your books one more time before we uh, sign off. Beyond Esoteric, Future Esoteric, and Modern Esoteric. So the modern and future are both in Audible. So I know a lot of you guys like Audible like I do. And I know you're going to put the Beyond Esoteric in Audible, just like I'm going to put now that I'm with CCC Publishing. Thanks to you, Brad. Thank you so much. You're absolute angel came through. Help me with that. As I go through forward, I'm going to like put my stuff to Audible too. So you get great, great books. You have a lot of books. How many books do you have? It's like 400. So I've written 10, but CCC Publishing has uh, about 25 titles. Wow. And Michael Jaco and Laura Eisenhower were yeah. our new authors coming out with uh, new books edition of intuitive warrior and awakening of a warrior and i think we got some new projects underway with michael k jaco who's going to have a couple brand new books on the horizon so yeah we've been really, we've been really talking you, you like got me fired up again you know because i was kind of suppressed by uh bad book companies but now i'm ready to rock and roll again so clearing everything out so i can like focus on it. it's going to be it's going to be amazing 
how can people get hold of you other than through Amazon or CCC Publishing to get your books? If you want to know about what I'm working on, bradolson.com is my website. And that also has all of my upcoming conferences. I speak at a different conference every month from February to October, oftentimes with you. And it's always great to see you and Tracy. And we get together, we always go on a hot spring adventure or some kind of trip. And do you remember when we went to uh, Montezuma as well on this last trip to Arizona last month, we had those people that were speaking the language of light. Oh yeah. And we were walking up the steps. I'm not sure if you caught this, but I said, how did you learn to do this? Oh, well, we've been here for thousands of years. And we, last time we were here, the gentleman said, we were oppressing the planet and now we're here to free the planet with the language of light and the memory wow. of extraterrestrial origins. So a lot of people are incarnating right now, the indigo children and the younger generation to see us through this. And certainly your work, Michael, with your show and your books, we're all part of the solution here. And, and we're going to make this a better world as a result. And that's why we incarnated and took this mission on because we're the ground crew down here. And if it's not us, then who? If it's not now, then when? Because we all have a great opportunity to see this through and make us work towards a, a much better world around us and give our children and future generations a better place to live. And Nice. You're doing a uh, contact in the desert. Nice. Good well, job. so they have sat out 2022, but they're going to be back in oh, really? 2023. Again? Yeah. Otherwise it would have been next month. They usually do it end of May. Mm -hmm. I just saw that. I got, I got, Oh, they're doing it. Like, yeah. That was, that was an old one. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll definitely uh, throw your name in the hat for 2023. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. You, you got me in some uh, really nice here. events. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah. And they were, they were fantastic. The one in Sedona was amazing. Oh boy. Was it? Yeah. So great. Sold out. Good. I yeah. think she's going to go bigger next time. So it'll be good. That's the word I'm getting to. Sweet. It's going to go bigger and better. So we'll see you there. If not, well, that's sooner. a good sign, right? So she's never, she's, I don't, I don't know if she's ever sold that out before, but she sold that out fairly quickly in my little group. It sold out like boom. And so, yeah, we need bigger venues. So that means that people are really getting this and uh, yep. it's, that's fantastic. It really is. All right, Brad. Thanks a lot. And uh, everybody that joined us, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Have a good evening. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Thank you.